Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Fair Ones and Fairways. I'm Noel Sosa in here with the Hurricane Fernando Rivas. What up, Hurricane? Hey, what's going on, Noso? Another big week of fights. And those Saudis are at it again, aren't Woo! they? Man, let me tell you what. <laughs> you know, I, I, I want to say that we do a little bit of manifesting here on the uh, on the program. <laughs> a couple of times we've, we've mentioned some, some very specific topics and points that you're not even hearing on some of these other podcasts. We just went deep into a conversation, talked about something, and a couple of times these things have happened, including stacked fight cards, cards that look a certain kind of way. We we went into a lot of detail uh, in a previous episode about that. And uh, to your point, Man. these Saudi events are cracking. Yeah, no, it's it's going to be a super show, just like they're advertising, for I, sure. I mean, it's such a big deal. Um uh, matter of fact, at the time of this recording, officially announced today uh, that we've got a big December 23rd card. Now, we knew that this was rumored, uh, but officially announced today at the time of this recording, uh, Deontay Wilder stepping in there with Joseph Parker. I like that matchup. We'll get into that here in a minute. Anthony Joshua facing Otto Wallen. I would say it's acceptable for me right now, yeah. you, you know, given Anthony Joshua where he's at. Daniel Dubois versus Jarrell Big Baby Miller. Big Baby Miller got himself a fight, y'all. He and uh, that for sure. Yeah, man. And Dimitri Bivol uh, is, 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 again, not confirmed yet, but we're expecting that to be confirmed shortly. He'll be on the card as well. For sure. And, you know, that's how pay-per-view is supposed to be done. How about that? That is how it's supposed to be done. You're setting up the Wilder versus Joshua properly. Yeah. You know, you're setting something up for Dimitri Bivol down the line. You're setting up either Dubois or Big Baby Miller to make a good comeback. Yeah. That's how pay-per-view is done. That's how it was done in the 90s. That's how it should be done today. And so I'm glad that the Saudis are picking up where, you know, where we're supposed to be. You know what else I'm interested in that card? And we're going to dive into it here in a minute. We do have a fight that's uh, happening, again, at the time of this recording, just here in a couple of days. Um, by the time this episode is released, it'll be tomorrow. But um, and we're going to get to that here. But one thing I do want to say about the December twenty third card. Obviously, we love that kind of stacked lineup. Sure, would I want Joshua to be fighting Wilder in the same bout? Sure, but they're on the same card with some decent matchups, uh, and it's got some great support uh, with the Dubois Miller fight, and then Dimitri Bivol if he gets added to that card officially. That is a stacked, stacked card, something we've been calling for and hoping for. Didn't anticipate it actually happening, but the fact that it is happening uh, is very excited. The other thing I'm excited to see about that, just to find out how it goes. First of all, let's see how a stacked card does numbers-wise. Also because of the date, a couple of days before Christmas, right, uh, before the big holiday. I'm just curious to see how all those things factor in into what kind of numbers that this this thing does. But again, we will dive deep into that uh, here in just a moment. But we do want to kick things off with a very pressing fight happening here uh, in the next day or two, depending on when you consume this podcast. Um, man, one of the hottest stars in the game right now, Shakur Stevenson, Olympic medalist, who is 20-0 with 10 knockouts facing Edwin De Los Santos. You know, Shakur Stevenson's been very avoided. I think we can agree on that, right? Yes. Big time. Edwin De Los Santos has been calling for Shakur Stevenson, and boy, he's going to get what he asked for. Oh, yeah. Uh, what do you think about this one coming up, man, uh, for Shakur? Uh, it's going to be a test. You know, uh, De Los Santos uh, on any given night can pull off an upset. You know, he's got a lot of power in his hands. You know, my only knock on him is he does kind of leave himself open a little bit, you know, which, you know, he can pay for that. But he does have all the capabilities to make it a, a rough night for Stevenson. He can test him. And you know this uh, this is gonna be a good test for Stevenson. He's gonna he's gonna have to work hard to find his range in this one and to kind of get going into his rhythm. 
So uh, I'm very interested in this one. Uh, I'm interested in seeing if De Los Santos can pull off an, another upset because he's, he's done it before. Uh, this one is going to be a tougher task than Valenzuela, but, you know, he's got a good opportunity here. You know, he's got a good opportunity to make a name for himself and, uh, you know, win a championship. You know, very excited about that. Uh, you know, I, I actually, when they when this fight finally got made, because Shakur originally was rumored supposed to be having a fight with Frank Martin, which excited everybody. Um, but obviously that falls through, and now we've got a match with Edwin De Los Santos. And I got to tell you, man, I think the styles are just right for an exciting night. I think I think that De Los Santos believes he can hurt Stevenson, and anytime you got a fighter who believes he can win, you're in for a good night. And I think he's going to be able to ask Shakur some questions that we want to see asked. Not yeah. saying that Shakur's in danger here. I'm not saying that because Shakur is just, I think, an elite level boxer. But I want to see him answer a few questions, and I think De Los yeah. Santos will be the man to ask those, uh, 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 you know, coming up here uh, for their fight. Yeah, and it's going to take somebody that's rugged and, you right. know, uh, someone that can bully you around a little bit. It's going to take someone like that to ask Shakur those uh, those questions. You know, if you try to box with him, you're not going to ask him anything. Yeah. If you try to be too cute with him, you're not. You're just not going to do it. So you need to be a little bit rugged in there with him. Uh, you can't just, you know, press him nonstop. You have to, you have to be rugged with him. You have to make him. You have to make him earn those rounds. You know, just because Shakur Stevenson might win a lot of rounds, he, he's going to have to earn them. That's right. And, you know, that's the type of fight uh, that you want to see him in. Absolutely, sure. man. And again, you know, Edwin De Los Santos, nice record, man. 16 victories, just one defeat and 14 wins by knockout. So the guy's got pop. Oh, he can and, pop and, sure. and he's an aggressive fighter, uh, which could, you know, play in the hands uh, of Shakur Stevenson because he's pretty surgical in there and this guy knows how to time you this goes not he knows how to tag you and i honestly think that shakur is getting stronger and stronger every every time we see him out you know i think he's growing into his you know getting that man strength as they say right uh and as he fills out and gets bigger and stronger i think he's only going to be more dangerous because he's got the skills yeah and he's pinpoint you know accuracy he's he's basically like a he's kind of like a sharpshooter yeah in there. you know he's very accurate very elusive elusive doesn't waste a lot of energy and, you know, once he finds his range, that's where he gets the most impressive to me because he, he you can't get him off his range, you can't get him off his balance, and he can just pick you apart all night, you know, kind of like he did with Valdez. You know, that was probably one of his best performances. How about that, man? Yeah, I, again, excited for this fight. Uh, it's kind of been something that I've been looking forward to. And, again, we've had such a great year this year uh, in the sport of boxing, in the sweet science. This is just one of those things, man. It may not be a, a big marquee matchup, although Stevenson, I think, is a marquee fighter. Uh, this just obviously isn't one of those big super fights, but it's a solid fight. Yeah, no, it's a good fight. This is a, It's a good, you know, TV fight. Yeah, um, for sure. You know, uh, and it's gonna be a good test. Like I said, you know, on any given night, De Los Santos uh, can upset anybody, and so you know, with his power and, and his style, and like I said, as long as he he doesn't you know make that mistake of leaving his chin out there too long, because <laughs> he kind of did that uh, a few times with uh, Valenzuela, and you know, I mean, they rocked each other, but uh, but yeah, so you don't want to do that with somebody who's as accurate as Stevenson. Stevenson might not have that power. Yeah, but when he's very accurate. You can get hurt, you know. Someone with a low percentage like that on KO can still stop you with accurate shots, accurate sure. pinpoint shots. So he's gonna have to be uh, on his defense, on his defensive game for sure too. And you look, you look at what's at stake here. Obviously, you know De Los Santos, who is actually calling for a fight with Stevenson, so he must see something. 
that that he feels he can capitalize on in the matchup. Um, but also, too, I mean, listen, if De Los Santos somehow shocks the world here uh, and gets a W against Shakur Stevenson, his life has changed. Oh, big time. Big time. His life has changed, and he can get some uh, fights with bigger names. We're looking at like a, a, a like a Ricardo Mayorga, you know, defeating Vernon Forrest type situation with that. Yeah, no, if he does that, yeah. I mean, and look look at the noise Mayorga made when he won. So. I mean, he had a a slew of big-time fights yeah. after that. Yeah, he yeah. had a nice little run. You know, yeah. didn't win all the fights, but... Nice run. And, a lot you know, of paydays. A lot of paydays. He was a character. So, <laughs> you know, and he was basically, that made him a pay-per-view star in a way because yeah, man. he can sell a fight for he sure. He fought all the big names. Yeah, I know. He, he can definitely sell a fight. So, De Los Santos has an opportunity here. You know, it's a risk, but, you know, high risk, high reward. Right. And so, you know, when you believe in yourself and you bet on yourself, sometimes the the the, the reward outweighs the risk. Absolutely. And, you know, for someone like, you know, you know, Frank Martin had the opportunity and, you know, he opted not to do that. Whether it was his team that opted or him whatever. or both, whatever. Whatever. You know, he missed out. He's missing out on a great great opportunity here for a payday, you know, a big name in a championship. You know, these fights don't come along so often. And, and there's a few fighters who realize that. And it's the one that realize that they usually do great things. Absolutely. So hopefully, you know, it, it's a good good competitive fight. And uh, I think the Los Santos is capable. I don't think he wins, but I think he's more than capable of doing some things in here. Uh, and it should be entertaining, man. It should be a pretty entertaining fight. And 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 you got to give credit to the fighter who's stepping up and actually taking the fight, right? For sure. Uh, because you know Shakur's been looking for a dance partner for a little while. Has had some troubles uh, finding a dance partner. This guy said, "Hey, I'm in it. Let's go get it." So you got to give him credit just it, for accepting and and stepping up to the plate, right? You got to yeah. give De Los Santos credit for that. Um, again, I think the expected outcome against most people, I don't want to just count out any man in a fight, right? Um, but, you know, people are thinking that, you know, this is just another step for Shakur Stevenson uh, as he climbs uh, the ladder. Um, first of all, how do you see this fight officially? Just curious. I, I think Shakur's going to stop him. I think he'll do it late. Um, but I, I do think Edwin De Los Santos is going to give him a, a rough couple of rounds. Um, and the key thing is here is when is Shakur going to figure him out? If he figures him out pretty early, then it's going to be a very long night for, for De Los Santos. It might even be earlier. The stoppage might come earlier than, than I'm predicting. But I, I believe it'll take Shakur a few, a few rounds to kind of get to get going as far as figuring him out and, you know, finding his range the way he, need, the way he needs to. So I'm going to say about 10 rounds, 10 round stoppage. Nice, nice. You know, it's interesting. Uh, I've been thinking about this fight a lot. Uh, again, which I've just kind of been looking forward to it. I feel like this, you know, if, if, if you really understand what's happening here, you know you're in for a, 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 a good matchup. I'm not necessarily saying it's going to be all that competitive, but it has a chance to be. Yeah. There's this there's this window of opportunity that does exist for a punching, you know, a power punching guy to maybe make something happen again, a la you know, Ricardo Mayorga type situation, right? Yeah. Um, I, I just, I think that there's a chance that something happens here. Now, officially, <laughs> listen, man, if you're asking me to bet money on it, I'm betting on Shakur, obviously. Yeah. I think Shakur, and, and, and I'm interested, you know, that you know, you said you think there's going to be a stoppage. I would, that's what I want to happen. I think Shakur should be able to take a guy like this apart to the point to where he stops him. But something in me is saying it's going to be decision. I mean, you know, why decision? Shakur Stevenson gets the W. I think it would be just that kind of performance. Uh, but I would love to see a stoppage because that would show me, hey, Shakur, when you got a guy outclassed, 
you make a point about it. And I would like to see that happen. I think my official pick, though, is Shakur Stevenson uh, by unanimous decision. Not discounting a possible Ricardo Mayorga type moment, you know. Um, and, um, but we'll, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, and if that moment comes, the Los Santos better take advantage. Boy. Do not let this man off the hook, man. Because you let him off the hook, that's it. Yeah. You know, it's your ass. So, you know, you got when you see those moments, take advantage because it might not come again in the whole fight. <laughs> that's right, man. You know, so, yeah. So if, if you heard him with the last 30 seconds of the round, you better try to get him out of there in those last 30 seconds of that round. You better he go. recovers. It'll be good, man. It's gonna be interesting. I'm gonna definitely watch this, and you know, I'm uh, hoping hoping for a for a good show. Happening on a Thursday night. What's going on there? Man, that's weird, man. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's a reason for it that I maybe maybe I missed. But either way, uh, it, it'll be interesting to see uh, Shakur Stevens take on Edwin Delo Santos. Uh, hey, listen, we opened the show kind of just spilling it a little quick. Uh, you know, it was announced officially today, uh, December 23rd. What a card going down there in Riyadh. Uh, man, the Saudis are, are are making some incredible things happen in the sport of boxing and across the sport spectrum, but particularly about our sport that we're so uh, you know such big fans of boxing, the sweet science. December 23rd, put it on your calendar. A little, one more little Christmas gift for us before the year is up. Uh, again, let's start here. Deontay Wilder versus Joseph Parker. Fernando, what are your thoughts? That's an excellent fight to make. I mean, you know, and normally if, if it was just that fight, I'd say don't put that on pay-per-view. But <laughs> right. because of the card that, that we're getting, right. I, I actually do not mind. You know, it's a reminiscent of those Don King Super Shows right. that we talked about before in the, in the last episode. You know, you get a, a lot of big names on the same card. They don't have to be fighting all big names, but you're setting them up to fight each other down the line. And I think, you know, that's definitely what they're doing with uh, Deontay Wilder and, and Joshua. So... It's a great fight to make. Uh, I, th- I, th- I think we're going to see a knockout <laughs> yeah. for sure. Yeah, you know Joseph Joseph Parker's in trouble. I'm not I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> I think he's probably going to win every second of every round until it happens. But <laughs> but he, he's in trouble. He and he doesn't know it. And uh, he won't know it in the fight when it happens either. But <laughs> he just. <laughs> You know, man, I'm 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 a fan of the matchup. I I think Parker is a is 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 a really solid heavyweight, uh, and he's had some great moments. Uh, and some moments, you know, obviously they didn't go his way as well. But I think you know, I think it's a good matchup for Deontay Wilder uh, due to maybe his lack of activity. Right. I mean, listen, it's not his fault. You know, he gets guys out of there quick, but he, he been not been very active, no. has not had fights. He's been doing more in the negotiating table and, and and not really getting, you know, in the ring to do his thing. Because uh, what has he had, like one round in the last two years, something like that? Just something something like that, something yeah, horrible. Yeah. And, and again, he knocked out, uh, you know, the Nordic nightmare, uh, Robert Hellenius, uh, in, in dramatic fashion. One round, right? One punch is all it yeah. took. Yeah. <laughs> so so what, you know, what will Joseph Parker bring to the table? I think he's a lot more sturdy. I think he's a lot more skilled uh, at, at this particular time in, in his career. Uh, so he'll be able to get in there and at least be formidable. But again, like you said, I think it's just inevitable that at some point Deontay Wilder unloads that right hand and then, you know, on to the next one, baby. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's, he's going to get him out of there. You know, uh, Parker's he's been showing some signs of, of wear and tear. Not, not too much. I mean, I want to say he's uh, damaged goods or nothing like that, but he's he's gone, gone through some fights, some brutal fights. I mean, he lost to Joshua. He had that fight with Dillian White. Yeah, where you know he he got dropped and then he dropped white. 
Um, and then he got stopped by Joe Joyce in the 11 round. So he, he's man, he's getting up there, man. He's had some wars. Even, you know, his fight with Andy Ruiz was kind of a war. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he's, he's getting up there. Uh, he's 31 years old. That's not necessarily old for the heavyweight division. He does have three losses. But, you know, he is a solid fighter. Uh, and I think, you know, like I said, he'll probably be winning every second of every round in this fight until it ends. So, he's he, winning till he ain't winning. Yeah, because I mean he's a solid fighter and he's he's a former world champion. And like I said, he, he beat Andy Ruiz, who has the fastest hands in, in the heavyweight division. There's something to be said about that. You know, and although it, it was a little controversial, it's yeah. controversial. You know, you know, a lot of people felt Ruiz should have won that. It was in in uh, Parker's home country, right? So, but it's still a win. He's a former world champion, uh, and like I said, he he's been competitive with a lot of big names, but he's 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 been going through it, man. He's had some wars, so you know. I can definitely see him getting getting put to sleep in this one. Doesn't mean it's gonna be boring. I think it's right. gonna, I think it's gonna be very entertaining. I can see him rocking Deontay Wilder a few times because Deontay Wilder he's gotten to the point where now he just he knows he's gonna knock somebody out. So even his stance is a little weird because he has like it's almost like he's got his left hand on his on his right hand. He's just kind of <laughs> plodding along and just waiting to throw the right hand. Almost like he's cocking his right hand a little bit. Right. Uh, and so that, that's going to create stylistically some problems for him because he's going to get hit. And I think he's aware of the, of the fact that he's going to get hit. Right. But uh, once he detonates the right hand, if it lands, I mean, most of the time that's, it's a good night. Yeah. And, you know. There's only, it's only, we've had one exception to that rule. And, and, and that was a big, big guy. You know, he's not, uh, Parker's not as big as Tyson Fury. Right. So, yeah, I mean, it's going to, I mean, I almost feel bad for him in a way because, <laughs> Like I said, I don't think he's going to realize he's in trouble. I think he's going to be winning the fight, and he's going to think, man, I, I got Wilder. What's everybody talking about? And then he's going to be waking up. <laughs> what are you guys talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean I lost? <laughs> right. Yeah, man, was, you were gone for a little bit, but, yeah. but, but welcome back. <laughs> you know. Um, so, yeah, again, uh, so is that the main event, or is this other fight I, the I main event? I believe it's the main event. I believe that's okay, the main Deontay event. Okay, Deontay Wilder, Joseph Parker is going to serve as the main event, but, boy, again, talk about a stacked card here. Anthony Joshua, AJ, or is it Anthony Joshua? AJ will be back against Otto Wallen. And, and for those of you who just need a brief, you know, recap, Otto Wallen is the one who uh, bloodied up Tyson Fury. Yeah. Yeah, yeah had him bloodied up and, and, and maybe was one of those situations where, oh, my God, you know, are they going to have to stop this fight? And it was because of a punch. If they do, yeah. that's a TKO type yeah. situation. And listen, Otto Wallen is 26 and 1 and 14 knockouts. That one is Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury. Um, but, uh, you know, he's facing Anthony Joshua, uh, who currently is 26 and 3, 23 knockouts. Um, what are your thoughts on this fight, man? Otto Wallen versus Anthony Joshua. I think it's definitely the right fight to make for, for Anthony Joshua because this is a guy that should give him some rounds. Um, and, you know, I, th I think Anthony Joshua should, should beat this guy. Um, it's kind of a showcase pay-per-view, the way they're setting it up, where the two winners will fight each other, and it's looking like they're trying to set up a super fight for Joshua and Wilder. So I think uh, Wallen is a good opponent for, for Joshua to kind of kind of showcase his skills and, you know, kind of show that he still has that power, that he, he can, you know, that he can stop he can stop opponents. I don't think, uh, I don't think he's still AJ. You know, like I said, I don't think he's back to being agent until he beats Wilder. Mm. That that's what it'll take. I think Anthony Joshua is more than capable of beating Otto Wallen. I think uh, I think he'll 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 bust him up pretty good. I think he can stop him in the middle rounds to late rounds. Um, but Wallen is definitely skilled enough that he can give him some work for a few rounds. He'll he'll make him he'll make him work for that for that stoppage. Yeah, I mean, you know what I'm curious at here is, 
you know, how confident will AJ be? That's that's always my question now. Yeah. It, you know, I just haven't seen AJ look like AJ since, you know, he, he, he lost to Andy Ruiz. He just hasn't been the same fighter. He's been overly cautious, very timid. And it's so interesting, man, to see a guy that big, that imposing, that athletically gifted fight so timidly. Um, yeah. but listen, he's the guy in there. Um, he's got the skills when he, when he's able to connect and do those things, he's still extremely dangerous. Um, I'm just curious to see how confident he steps in there against an opponent like Otto Wallen, you know, what kind of respect will he have for him and how will he execute his game plan? Right. Cause uh, AJ, he's still with, uh, Derek James, correct? Uh, I believe so. I believe he's still with Derek James. Yeah. Yeah. So I just want to see, you know, what kind of work is being done? You know, yeah. what's what's the game plan look like? Uh, what does the confidence level look like for AJ? Uh, again, I think he should be able to do work against he, Otto Wallet. He should. And if he stops him, look, he does. He did something that Tyson Fury couldn't do. Because there you, you know, go. He went the distance with Tyson Fury. So, There's a narrative. Yeah. So you know. This this can help sell a potential fight with Tyson Fury as well. Absolutely, but uh, you know, you know, like I said, they're doing, they're going with the Wilder Joshua, and I think you know this is a good opportunity for him to 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 really do something big here, and make a statement. It's the right opponent, you know. He he doesn't have Ottawa doesn't have that kind of one punch power that can knock out Anthony Joshua on any given night. Um, so I think this is a, this is a good test. This is a good test for him. He's going to showcase. He, he'll they should give him enough confidence in there too. Where you know he he can go in there and be aggressive and put his combinations together and the stuff that maybe he he he's working on with Derek James, with not a lot of fear that he's gonna get caught with something that could hurt him. Right. You know, uh, where you know you don't want to fight that way with with Wilder. You know, you don't want to press him recklessly. You don't want to get reckless with with you know Andy Ruiz. Uh, this will be a good showcase for Anthony Joshua, and I think uh, a stoppage win should be should be reasonable to ask of him for this one. Sure, sure, and and it would be. Much appreciated uh, yeah. by his promoters, fans, all, all the like, yeah. right? We want to see AJ get aggressive. We want to see him, you know, be the fighter we have seen him be before. Yeah. Uh, it's just been a while since, again, we've seen that version of Anthony yeah. Joshua. If we get two stoppage not wins with, with Wilder and Joshua, it sets up that main event for, for down Oof. the line. It sets it up nicely. Oof. Two guys coming off big KO wins, Oof. big knockout guys. You know, it's it, it brings back what may have been lost in the past with this fight. Right. It kind of brings it back. Yeah. You know, you want to see it again. The demand kind of rises again. It, it kind of lost its demand with when, you know, both guys lost to different guys. And it was just, you know. And, and, and let me point out real quick, too, man. You said, you know, Otto Wallen doesn't really have the power. These are heavyweights. Yeah. Anything can happen. Anything can yeah. happen. But what we expect to happen and sometimes yeah. that can be dangerous yeah. what you expect to happen but i think you're right i think anthony joshua we should we should aj yeah get that knockout you know we want to yeah. see it man aj versus Otto wallen uh on the undercard of deontay wilder joseph parker and on the undercard of that right you know again this this is quite a boxing car that is filling out just as the way we talked about in our previous episode. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. crazy. We hadn't seen a car like this in quite some time. Uh, but Daniel Dubois is back in action. Uh, he's <laughs> He is taking on the steroid king himself, <laughs> Jarrell Big Baby Miller. How about it, man? Are they drug testing for this fight? Man, I, I hope so. I mean, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know how... 
I don't know how you get busted for steroids and and still look pretty fat. You know, <laughs> like what are you doing wrong there, man? Like <laughs> what are we doing here? I think you still have to lift weights when you take steroids. Right. You can't just That's take right. steroids and eat cheeseburgers. I don't but, know. Man, but but talk about a large individual. Yeah, he's a big he's a big dude. And, what he weighing like three hundred pounds? Yeah, and let's not get it twisted. I mean, he he can put combinations together very well. He's got a you know really good skill set for for a big man. I hadn't seen him in quite some time. It's been a while. Um, he fought his last fight was with uh, Lucas Brown. Okay. And, and he looked, oh, he, he, yeah, he, he yeah, looked yeah, okay. Yeah. He looked okay. Against uh, Lucas Brown. Look, yeah, he looked okay, and, and he and it went a few rounds, And that's too. no disrespect to Lucas. No. He, he just way past his time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, he's been out of the ring for four years. His fault, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we can't. I can't sympathize with him on that. But, you know, he's fighting an opponent who's also trying to make a comeback. You know, he just lost to Uzik. So these are two fighters trying to redeem themselves in a way, mm-hmm. make a comeback. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the keep story, their name relevant. Keep keep the name relevant. It's a crossroads fight. It should you know crossroads fights usually can be pretty entertaining. You know, let's remember uh, Mickey Ward and, and versus Arturo Gatti. That was a crossroads <laughs> fight, and we and, and you know what we got there. Boy, legendary so, stuff. You know, when when two fighters are hungry and, and and in a way desperate to redeem themselves and to stay relevant in the sport of boxing, they usually fight like that. And I I think we're gonna see something something special there. I th- I think that fight could. Potentially can steal the show. Yep. And so you know, it's up to these guys to rise to the occasion and to say, "Look, man, we we have an opportunity to steal the show from from AJ and from Wilder." Mm-hmm. You know, you know. So, and if we get a win, we can get back in the in the in the picture. I think it's a it's a good fight, and you know, the story writes itself. It writes itself, man. You know. I mean, I mean, it's incredible. Uh, and you said it so perfectly, man. These crossroads fights, you know. Always can and add a little bit of intrigue and, and 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 some fireworks. I mean, we're talking about two big punchers here, two big guys, uh, like you said, who are looking to bounce back, stay in the conversation, uh, and continue to move forward with some more big fights. Both of these guys want it. Both of them need it. And who will detonate? Right? How do you yeah. see this fight, uh, Fernando? Man, you know and. Here's the, here's the thing. I I, I think uh, Dubois, you know, because he's been more active recently, you know, and you know he's he, he gave Uzik some some problems. No, not really problems, but he he was competitive with him a little bit, and he had. An well, depending on who you ask, he, yeah. he gave him some real problems for a little yeah. bit there. Yeah, and you know, uh, so he he has a lot of capabilities. Uh, but my thing with with him is he he did quit. Well, yeah, it was a quit to me. That was a quit job. Yeah, and you know, uh, you can forgive him for the Joyce. Fight because he had a busted like it was an orbital bone, or right? Something. Right, uh-huh. and so it's an injury, and so you can forgive him for that. You know, you got to preserve yourself, fight, live to fight another day. But I do think if uh, Big Baby Miller can can rough him up a little bit, it might take the fight out of him again. Mm. And so when you have that, when Max Kellerman said it before, I think once you get to that place one time, it's easy to go back to that place again. Mm. And so if he if he has mentally checked out of fights before. I would not be shocked to see him do it again in this fight. Um, I'm going to look for uh, Big Baby Miller to be more determined. I think he's got a little bit more grit in him. He's more, more of a more. He's tougher. You know, he's uh, he, he's gonna. I think he just wants it more. If I'm being really honest, you know, he he's got to be conscious of the fact that he let that opportunity with AJ slip. You know, been suspended for. You know, he was out for like four years. I just think he's gonna be. I think he's hungrier. I think he's gonna want it more. And. Uh, I think, you know, we're going to see a very entertaining fight. And then, you know, we're going to see Dubois take a knee somewhere in the, wow, you know, depending on how many rounds it, wow. it goes at, let's say eight, let's say eight to eight rounds. And, you know, I'll, I'll analyze it like, like we always. 
do our homework. I mean, listen, this is but, just uh, this is a uh, you know knee jerk official reaction to the announcement of the fight. This is not our in depth final pick. Um, but you know, just want to, you know, when you yeah. hear of something, what's the first thing that goes through your mind, right? Yeah. That's kind of what we're yeah. doing right now. So, and, and I wanted to clarify that too, because I honestly, I need to think about this a little bit more. Yeah. I need to, I need to, you know, process, you know, this kind of matchup a little bit more before I give a final pick. But to be fair, let me give you my initial take. Um, I don't know if it's biasing me that just is not a fan of Jarrell Miller, and oh, I just I, don't want to believe in him at and, and all. Full disclosure, too. Like <laughs> I, I think what he did was a disgrace. Yeah. I think he had numerous opportunities to redeem himself, right. and he pissed it away. Yeah. Irresponsible. He's, you know, See, he doesn't deserve this opportunity. Right. But he's getting it because right. he still has a big name. Right. And, 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 and so... Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. And let me just let me just say this, and, and I'm sorry to, 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 to go back and forth with you there, but this is, uh, is kind of how I look at it. You're pointing to... Daniel Dubois, who, let's just say he quit. Let's yeah. just go ahead and say it, yeah, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, technically, twice. Yeah. Right? I think that Jarrell Miller's drug use, PED use, is equivalent because you're saying you don't believe in yourself, yeah. So you're, you know, there's, there's you're doubting yourself in your yeah. mind. So you're relying on these outside substances to give you confidence that you otherwise don't have. Yeah. So I think those two things cancel each other out. Yeah. And how many times did he get busted? Was it three times or something like that? I, I know for sure two, two, three, and, but, two, three. And, but and, it was something weird. So, that last time when he was supposed to fight, what was it AJ? Uh, yeah. He got busted for like everything under the sun. Yeah. Like what is that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I just I don't see how you know when. When you're about to have a big fight, the biggest fight of your of your life, how you fumble the bag like that? It's almost like you didn't want it, right? And so, so yeah, those those you can count those as L's, you know, definitely those were losses, and you know his records officially still he's undefeated, but you know, for you you lose four years of your career because you were a dumbass. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are L's. Yeah, let's let's call it what they are. Those are L's. Like I said, I don't feel like he deserves to be on this show, but he's on the show. Right. And my my unbiased opinion is he he's more of a dog than Dubois. Uh and that's just right now. You know, that's yeah. but but I do think he's more of a dog. He's got more dog in him than Dubois does. Well, like I said, I think official pick, I mean, we'll obviously dive into it as we approach December twenty third. Um, but I mean my knee jerk reaction is I mean, it's hard for me to pick one. I, for some reason, I just, I don't know, man. I've just got more faith. And again, it might be part of that bias why I'm just not a big Baby Miller fan. Um, but I'm just going to pick Dubois right now. But that's not my official pick. That's just kind of my initial reaction. I just want to see, you know, Daniel hit this dude on his chin and yeah. send him back to wherever the hell he gets his drugs from. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but also, listen, man, again, I, it's incredible that we're talking about all this on the same card, December 23rd. Deontay Wilder versus Joseph Parker. Anthony Joshua versus Otto Wallen. Daniel Dubois versus Jarrell, Big Baby Miller, and Dimitri Bivol. Yeah, I mean... This is not official yet, but this is, you know, this is coming. Yeah, they're talking about he might be doing like a mandatory defense. I'm not sure yet, uh, yeah. but, but they want to feature him on there. And again, Dimitri Bivol by himself is a main event fighter. Yeah, you he know, is. You can put him on the zone. He's a main event guy. Yeah. So to be featured on the card like this, it just goes to show like they're, they're, they're trying to bring back the sport of boxing. You know, the Saudi, uh, the Saudi guys are definitely, they're fans of the sport, you can tell, and you can tell they're doing this right. You know, they're... The last pay-per-view with Ngannou and Fury was a major showcase. They're saying they want to go bigger this time. And they're saying, hey, 
you haven't seen anything yet. Just wait till February when they, when we do Fury versus Uzik. So you know they're they're doing what they're supposed to be doing, and I think they're doing it right, man. Uh, so to have Bivol on there in a showcase performance as well, it just goes to show you this is a super card. Yeah, and, man. You know, they're, they're doing things right. This is this is a, the pay per view that you want to buy. Absolutely, so, absolutely, man. Yeah, yeah. Don't stream this one. Buy it. Yeah, this um, is definitely one you want to buy for sure. Uh, and I know it's Christmas time, but <laughs> everybody yeah. pitch in. Everybody yeah. pitch in. Come on, man. Everybody pitch in. We want to see fights you, like this. You know, we want to see cards like this. You vote with your dollars, right? So everybody definitely. pitch in, man. Let's 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 order this thing and let it do well. You know, I got to say this about uh, Bevo. Obviously, you know. Listen, I when he fought Canelo, beat Canelo. I I, I said, I, you know, I would go into that fight. I said, you know, I think there's just there's weight classes for a reason, man. Yeah. I thought Canelo was moving up too 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 much. And and you know, you can win against certain opponents when you do that, but certain opponents, it's just too much. And 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 Dimitri Bivol is the real deal. He's an extremely skilled boxer. He's in his prime. He's at the peak of his powers. He's quick. Uh, he's got decent pop. I wouldn't necessarily call him a knockout artist, but I mean he can hurt you. Yeah. He can hurt you. He places yeah. his shots and he can get you out of there. That's not out of the question. Um but, you know, he has showed me some things about his character uh, recently, just out of the ring. Yeah. The kind of guy he is. He's the, the, the type of fan he is of the sport and, and how seriously he takes his craft and just the kind of person that he is. I have become a huge Dimitri Bivol fan. I already was. I already respected the guy. But yeah. I'm a bigger fan now. Seeing how he talks about other fighters and just his overall respect uh, for, 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 for fighters and the sport in general. Very impressive young man. No, for sure. You know, um, student of the game. You know, you were talking about uh, the way he lets his hands go. You know, he's got. You know, he throws beautiful combinations when he when he gets going. Yeah. And you know, Canelo found out. You know, the hard way. You know that Bivol's he's he's nobody to take lightly, man. He's he's definitely you know great combination puncher, very skilled fighter, high IQ. Uh, you know, but and he comes from a, you know from the Russian back uh, background, and a lot of those guys you know come from solid amateur backgrounds. And, yeah. They see some of the best fighters in the world before they even turn pro. Right. So, you know, it's no surprise, you know, that Dimitri Bivol is where he's at. And so, man, you know, for him being be showcased here, again, it just goes to show how, how big of an event this is going to be. Can't wait for it. And, you know, let, let's see what it is. I mean, at this point, he can fight whoever. I, I, I got three big fights already ahead of him. I mean, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I know, man. Yeah, put him in there with a YouTuber if you want. Right. We're good, you know. Okay. It's it, <laughs> It, it's already, it's already a great event. Take my money. I'm yeah. paying for it. You know, throw, put him in, throw him in there with yeah. Jake Paul. Yeah, I mean, hey. let's end this shit now. Yeah, yeah. Throw him with, whoever you want, throw him in there. You got my money. You got Bivol. You got you know. You got AJ. You got Wilder, and then you got those two. You know, Big Baby Miller. And I, I wonder how he does too. Not you know. I wonder how these fighters are affected by not necessarily having to carry a card. You know what I mean? Because that there's pressure there. Yeah, there's yeah. pressure in the in 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 the fight game when you have to carry a card. And These guys aren't having to worry about that this yeah. time. And if you remember back then, the one that did all the promotion was Don King, right? right? You had you know, tune in next month. I got Julian Jackson fighting this guy. I got yeah. Chavez here. You don't want to miss it. Only in America. All That's this and right. That. So this puts it on the promoters to say, look, I got all these guys, you know, fighting. You know, give them the hype. Let them focus on their fights. Do the little press conference here and there, and you know, they all you know get to uh, speak their piece. But it doesn't put a lot of pressure on them promoting. It's uh, it's on the promoters now. Now it's and only in Saudi, huh? No, only in Saudi. <laughs> hey, only in Saudi. <laughs> Boy, it's crazy how things change. By by the way, uh, I want I want to go ahead and give this man his credit. Right, His Excellency Turkey Al Al Sheik. That's I, I wanted to get the name right. I didn't yes. get it right last time. Turkey Al Al Sheik uh, is the man who's putting all this together. Um, 
can, I mean, do I got an applause button? I just want to say thank you. You know what I mean? He's, you know, he's responsible for helping to bring back the sport of boxing. You know, uh, people might not look at it that way right now, but when we look back on this year and we look at potentially some of the future shows they're doing, I mean, they're bringing boxing back. You know, uh, it hasn't it's it hasn't been the you know it's been a great year fight wise, but we we've taken some losses. You know, by losing the Showtime deal. Yeah. You know, when we lost HBO, that was a huge you know you know punch to the gut for some of us. One of the biggest. Um, and you know these guys are doing big productions, big big events, man. I would love to see who they're gonna have commentating this this event coming up. Oh yeah. Uh yeah, they're they're doing they're pulling out all the stops. They're sparing no expense. It, I mean. They're doing things right, man. You know, I can't say enough about what they're doing. Is it too much to ask Santa Claus for Jim Lampley to call this fight? Oh, man. <laughs> that, that would be amazing. That would be amazing. Is, you know, is get, it is, Santa, is it too much to ask to get Jim Lampley back on the call, man? Man, I'm telling you, if not him, at least give me Mauro Ronaldo. I like him. Uh, he's excellent. Uh, excellent. I, I, mamma mia. I'll, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, definitely give me give me him. If we can't get Jim Lampley, give me him. Uh, you know, the fact that we got, you know, Eddie Hearn there tells me, you know, there might be some guys from the zone commentating. I, I hope. Oh, uh, please don't bring Chris Mannix. <laughs> uh, we'll we'll fight. You know, like, put put me sign me up for a fight with Chris Mannix. We can go <laughs> with the you know the battle of the broadcasters. Well, you know, yeah, I'll let this dude out for y'all, man. <laughs> yeah, no, we, give us some good commentators, man. Give us the product. They're giving us the production already. Absolutely. Oh, give us the soundtrack, man. Give us you know, give us Lampley, man. Give us those oh, iconic uh, announcers. That'd be amazing. But but hey, you know we, we're getting a lot already. <laughs> That's right. You no. know, so I don't want to get greedy. You know, uh, maybe you know the Saudi guys if they're listening, give me Beterbiev versus Dimitri Bivol hey, next year. That? For that? 2024, that's me, right. I would love that. I'm just saying, since we've been doing the manifest, then we might as well put this out in the end, this energy hey. out there in the ethos right now. You know what I mean? That's a, that would be a great one, man. So I, <laughs> I cannot wait for that. Uh, yeah, we do look forward to that. But again, man, uh, what a year it has been. And, and real quick, Fernando, I wanted to give you the opportunity here. Uh, to say something that you actually had a personal connection with uh, yes, this sir. individual who uh, was quite the figure in the in the world of boxing. Uh, yes, sir. So I mean, if if anybody that's ever boxed or had coached anywhere in Missouri, I'm sure your fight was probably ref by a guy named Mike England. That's right. And you know he's one of the one of the uh, the referees that you know always looked out for the fighters. He's a fair ref. Never had an issue with him. I've always enjoyed catching up with him at the at the the events. And uh, you know we we lost him ten ten days ago. He passed away. And so I just want to send a you know a quick you know R.I.P. to him and you know just send a lot of peace and and, and strength over to his family. Uh, I know he he refed my pro debut. He refed you know a lot of Caesar's fights and a lot of us who have seen him. He's been a key figure in in the fight game for Missouri. I know he uh, refed a lot of the MMA fights. Uh, he was a big golf guy as well. So you know uh, big shout out to Mike England. You know we're gonna miss you and you know rest in peace. Rest in peace. Absolutely. You know, it's guys like that, man, who really uh, are the heartbeat of the sport, right? Because sure. I mean, we talk about all the fights that make it to the top, right? We're talking about the cream of the crop. Uh, but all the fights, I mean, the sport lives on so strongly uh, un- underneath those layers. Yeah. You know, and it's guys like that, man, who, again, right, are good people, solid people, dedicated, show up to to, to referee and of, officiate and facilitate these matches uh, for so many of the, uh, you know, up and comers and aspiring fighters and, and, you know, guys just getting into the game, guys who have been making a living off the game for years, just under the radar of that top echelon. Uh, so guys like that, man, are, are, are extremely vital to the sport of boxing 
and uh, we certainly lost a great man there. Thank you for sharing that yeah, with us, man. Yeah, man, for sure. And like I said, and one thing I wanted to add too, you know, these refs in the Midwest, man, sometimes they're refereeing the whole card. That's right. It ain't like, I've seen it, it happen. It ain't like these TV shows. So they, you yeah. know, hardworking guys, man, they probably don't get paid what they deserve to be paid. That's right. And you know, they take care of a lot of fighters. A lot of people, they make sure a lot of people go home to their families. That's right. So you know, big shout out to Mike England, man. You know, thank you for all the years and uh, great ref. Absolutely. Uh, well said. Well said. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us for another edition of Fair Ones and Fairways. Want to send a shout out to our man Ivory Towns, who hopefully will be back with this next episode. He's been calling for a big baby Miller fight. Yeah, he's getting his wish, man. <laughs> man, uh, and it's been it's been a lot of developments, man. You know, uh, Jerome Boutinis. Yeah, you got mail. How about right? that? Congratulations, <laughs> champ. Email champion of the world. We got another one. Can't yeah. wait to see him fight, though. Uh, That's something we're gonna have to dive we, even yeah, deep we into have, as well, yeah. man. I, this whole you know email championship thing yeah, I'm yeah. Not, I'm, i just don't like it yeah, yeah i just don't I, like it yeah i don't like it at all either man the number one and the number two guy should at least fight for a vacant belt that's right upgrading a fighter uh, to a champion is just i don't know man but definitely we got to talk about that yep a lot of big developments uh in the sport of boxing and we still got to talk about Uzik fury which has been made official as well it's official it, now so man uh, a lot Ooh. of big things to talk about man looking for sure. forward to the next conversation Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for subscribing, tuning in, and until next time, keep your hands up.